0: Yeah, 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 ladies and gentlemen It's your boy Emilio Wagbar. Once again, we back at it Me and the homie Divine Thought for all matters Be sure to follow us on Twitter If you haven't done so yet Definitely connect with us We would love to hear from you You can connect with me on Twitter At TheEmilioWegbar Feel free to follow me at non Radio 212 Yo, Divine, what's good, homie? Yo, what's happening, man? Ain't nothing, man. Ain't nothing. You know, real quick, we wanted to, you know, address the people out there first and foremost. We want to say thank you to each and every one of you who have listened to the last two podcast collaborations man the numbers is looking very 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 lovely right now so let's give you all a round yeah, of applause yeah. man we definitely appreciate that man and yo like talk to to, yeah no doubt man so yo talk to the people man like what kind of feedback you've been getting from the people that's been listening to us you know talk our shit and all that good stuff
1: i think it has been a difference because they used to hearing me in one format and they used to hearing you in like another kind of format like a different kind of show like you know what i mean so plus to come together i feel like a lot of my loyal listeners and a lot of yours has been kind of tricky for them to understand what we actually doing but the numbers is going up and i'm getting a lot of good feedback and i'm getting a lot of people that are like yo what's this about and what's that about one thing that i got asked about was what is A technocracy Like you know Can mm-hmm. you expand A little bit more on that That was probably The thing that I got Requested the most So
0: mm-hmm. That's what You like, know I think the last time I checked it I looked at it This morning I know you got it Mainly on Periscope For all of y'all out there Who's looking for it You know it's, it's in different places You know You can go check it out On Periscope Mainly You can go check it out On YouTube And you can go check it out On SoundCloud But The periscope numbers From what I've seen Is very impressive Like I know the first one Got over 800 And then the second one Got damn near 700 Man So that's dope That people are actually Listening to us Come together And give our intake Or our opinions On the current situations That are going on You know what I'm saying So again I gotta give a round of applause To all the people out there Man Cause that's definitely dope I appreciate that man For real
1: and definitely, you know, stay tuned Because this ain't going to be the last one neither. We're going to come together and we're going to do this Every so often like, oh, yeah, You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It's going to be a, a reoccurring thing
0: Oh yeah, definitely, man This is going to be like some I don't know like how you would How you would say it in, you know, like TV shows And stuff like that, you got a reoccurring character I guess I'm the reoccurring yeah. character in your, in your show right now You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is You know, so I'm cool with that But anyway, man, you know Real quick for all the people out there We're gonna keep this one a little short for y'all here tonight Cause you know, both myself and Divine here tonight We got some other pressing engagements that we gotta attend to No offense to all of y'all and everything like that But you know, like you were saying at the beginning of this presentation here tonight You know, you got the people out there that's asking you about what a technocracy is So, if you care to, please elaborate on that, man Yeah, so, you know,
1: basically it'd take like 45 minutes for me to really explain in depth what a technocracy is from beginning to the end. So Mm -hmm. I'll give a short kind of description. Basically, when you have a technocracy and there's been examples of it in the past, but they never fully got realized. Like if you look it up, you'll see examples of it in the past, but it never really fully came to fruition. Mm -hmm. So that's been a goal of world government for many 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 years is to have a technocracy and so what that means is that the leaders of tech so we have like jeff bezos like you know bill gates amazon apple like you know microsoft where the leaders in tech become the leaders in government. Mm -hmm. That's the long and short of it. They are now in charge. They're the ones that are leading the way with policies and everything else. Mm -hmm. So the ones calling the shots within the government would be the leaders that own all of these big tech corps and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And that's a dangerous place to be, you feel me? Like that's a very dangerous place to be. So I mean, I look at it like this, from where we're at right now and before, we had a veil of democracy. Right. People can disagree, agree, if we were actually living in one or not. But we had a veil of a democracy that is now shifting into a technocracy. And I hate to bring up Coronavirus every goddamn time That I talk about something Mm -hmm. And I promise you I'm gonna make other content with little or nothing To do with that in Mm -hmm. the coming weeks And everything but I just can't Look at myself in the mirror when I see some Shit going on and I speak about it Right. So when you have All of these different things going on With these world leaders right now With all of the politicians and then I see it coinciding With all of like the leaders In tech and everything like that Mm -hmm. my spidey senses start tingling, right? Like, you know what I mean? Things start making more sense to why we're experiencing all of these, like we spoke about before, contradictions in the news with everything that's happening where, like, you know, you get one news headline one day and then it contradicts with the next one the next day about the virus, about the protests, about everything that's going on, right? Mm -hmm. So, it started to make sense why that was happening. And when you have people like Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, like when you have that, and people like Dr. Fauci, friends, right, they're close friends. Mm -hmm. And to truly have a technocracy, you have to have all of these type of, like, you know, different sections of government, one. So the medical field would represent Fauci. Mm The high tech part of it would be like the Bill Gates and such. And there's one foundation that has shaped our veil of democracy since I mean, the almost the beginning of time, it seems like it goes back so many fucking years. The Rockefeller Foundation. Mm. If people don't really know what that is, it's a group of very elite. If you want to consider them the top 1% and then, I mean, they're even higher than that. <laughs> They've shaped literally every aspect of our life that we live in now from technology to medicine. They quote, innovated Western medicine to what it is now to take it from what used to be natural cures and different things into what it is now where it's synthetic treatments that give you more poison than, than help you. Right. Like, you know, they're responsible for that. They're responsible for a lot of the banking, most if not all of the banking system in the world. And funny thing, the Rockefeller Foundation, I believe it was in 2010, and I don't have the name off the top of my head. They published a journal that basically was predicting everything that's happening now. Mm-hmm. In depth, it went into it. And they spoke of it in, like, you know, it was kind of like a plan for the future, right? It was kind of a scenario that could play out. And the scenario was that we would be hit by a worldwide pandemic. And you got to remember, this is years ago, Mm -hmm. that we would get hit by a worldwide pandemic, and China would get hit first. And they would recover fairly quickly. And the U.S., would have kind of a lenient way of dealing with international flights at first. Mm -hmm. And because of the fact that we had a lenient way of dealing with the international flights at first, we got hit real hard and it was like fatal for us. And by the time we got a handle on the international flights, we were three or four steps behind the pandemic from there on forward. And I mean, it goes on and on. Describing like a mirror What's happening now And I just read that About a week ago And of course it made sense Because the Rockefeller Foundation And the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation The Clinton Foundation The CDC, NIH Who all of these Including China All of these organizations And different countries And all of that shit they're all tied together. They have yeah. financial interests with each other. So, when you have a technocracy, and I tried to explain this before, you have the very picture of pyramid, you have the very top of the pyramid, that would represent the 1%. We spoke about this before, that's not your favorite rapper. I don't care how famous he is or she is, <laughs> like, you know, if they're a billionaire, it's not Jay-Z, it's not Nicki, like, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Like, it's the true 1%. So that would be people like Bill and Melinda Gates, the Rockefeller family, like, you know, that kind of thing. You have the true top 1%, and then you have the middle, which would be the protection. And then you have the bottom, which would be the regular folks like us. Mm -hmm. The middle would be protecting the top from us. There's way more of us than there is them. So they have to have the control in the middle. The hardest part for them to realize the past however many hundreds of years would be to take the veil away from the democracy that we supposedly had, to peel those layers away and to truly have the control. It's always been about control. Mm -hmm. That's what they've been wanting from the start full and total control over every aspect of our life. They want future generations to just be at bended knee. That's what they want. They want everybody to be bowed down to them and need everything from them. Mm -hmm. So when you look at what's going on, the middle, the protection between the bottom and the top, that's the military. So look at what's going on there, right? They know all of the best buttons to push. They know all of the different ways to get us emotional as people. We talked about that before in some depth. They know how to get us enraged. They know how to make us happy, right? They know how to make us indifferent and everything else. Mm-hmm. And We, sometimes as people, it doesn't matter whether we're black or white, sometimes we feel as though that we're doing some things willingly. We feel like we're reacting off of something that's happening when really that thing that happened was just to get us to react. And they have psychologists on their team, high-paid, like, you know, people that just study all of that shit with the mind and everything. Right. To know that if you do this one thing, that they'll probably most likely react like this, right? And you got to see what's going on right now. There's a lot of people protesting for very just causes. There's also a lot of riots and a lot of shit going on, right? A lot of nonsense, just to be honest. We spoke on that where like a lot of small businesses are being... Like, you know, torn down, set on fire, looted, all of that. They're losing their businesses left and right. Not just because of the lockdown with the virus, but because of everything that's going on with the riots and everything else. And there's people that are hired from different organizations to just go in and start to agitate. When there's a peaceful protest, they'll just go in and agitate. Like, you've heard about the stories where there's just a pile of bricks
0: out of nowhere not only heard the stories, but also seen videos where you know people will be at protest and come across the whole pallet of bricks. Like, who the right. fuck in their right mind? Like, how do you right. just go to a riot and this this shit is already laid out for you? But you know, definitely, I've seen it, heard it, and you know, I mean, it's, just, it's crazy how to. No matter how you look at it, man.
1: Yeah. So that's going on, and then. They'll take one of the bricks and throw it or whatever and then it's a lot of like someone sees it and then like, Oh, that's possible So then they do it. Mhm. Right? And this the first agitator just kinda backs away and fades the black.
0: Mhm. Yeah, it disappears. Like a fart in the wind, so to speak, you know what I mean? But <laughs> I definitely feel you.
1: Right. And then they just end up causing all of this chaos. Mm-hmm. And that's happening in pretty much all the states where like you know we have these agitators that are starting to shape this small businesses being crumbled to the ground and everything and it's one of those situations where you have to look at the bigger picture you spoke on it before with an economic reset Mm -hmm. like in that light where like you know the small businesses are crumbling while the corporations are the ones that are getting stronger absolutely So when you have these situations where the small businesses are suffering to the point of going completely bankrupt and being gone, Mm -hmm. and then the corporations, yeah, while they might be getting looted and everything else too, they have... Insurance and that's the thing I keep hearing. Oh, well, they have insurance. Oh, yeah, maybe, but then it takes forever for them to file the claim. They might not be able to even get the money when they do, and there's this whole process. And it's not as easy for a small business to go through that process Absolutely. as it is a Target or a Walmart or whatever. Like you know what I mean? Mm, so, there, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a 25 minute process for Walmart. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it could be years for a small business if that if they even recover.
0: And you know that's one of the major things that's been pissing me off with people online, you know, people that's not directly affected by the rioting and the looting that have been seeing in various cities around the country. See, it's easy to say the cool thing when it comes to social media and in this regards like, oh, fucking it, burn it down. They got insurance. Okay, cool. They may got insurance, but like you just said That insurance claim takes a long time for them to process as a small building, a small business, not as quick as say larger conglomerates such as the companies that you just named and everything like that. And then you also got to take into consideration, what about the fucking people that are employed by these smaller businesses? Do they have insurance too? Do you know if that business that you just burned down has a policy or a clause within their policy that covers these workers while they are unemployed. See everybody keep well and they don't got uh that business don't got insurance. Well they can just collect unemployment. It's not always that easy. Like people if you're not paying attention, you know that the unemployment system right now in this country is strained, almost to the point where we're hanging on by a threat. You know what I'm saying? Like people want to get back to work because the money within the unemployment system is running out. That's why you seeing any stimulus packages now. They're trying to provide incentives for people to want to go back to work because they know that if these people stay at home and continue to collect fucking um, unemployment, it's going to crash the system automatically. You know what I mean? Not automatically, but ultimately. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, for people to just be saying that, Like it's just that easy for people to just get up Okay yo You just burned down my business now This is where I was employed at This is where I was working This is where I was making my living Let me go over here and go file unemployment You got millions of people right now in this country That's on unemployment You think it's going to be that easy for them to get their claim Within a matter of days It's not So like I really have an issue when I hear people say Stupid shit like that Because it's like you don't have any kind of compassion For the human aspect of this whole situation you know what i'm saying you looking at it as outrage and and wanting to express that outrage through destruction when at the end of the day you're affecting people's lives and if you don't understand that then you're just a you're just a fucking idiot that's just that's just the easiest way to put it for me to just express that the way i feel about it you know what i mean yeah i
1: do know what you mean and the problem with it is i think a lot of people think that they're willingly doing that they're being manipulated, mm-hmm. like you know. There's a lot of like people who are just going out there just to cause bullshit because True. they see a they see a lane, right? But yeah, there's, there's a, a lot of people who who feel like they're they're doing something just by going out there and whatever, whether it's protesting, which is completely fine, mm-hmm. or. Looting or whatever they can justify looting in some other type of way, right? They can justify burning something down in some type of other way Mm -hmm. But I I feel like a lot of people feel like this is something that they've chose to do there is Absolutely zero chance that the government gives a fuck Mm -hmm. They don't mind all of this. Mm -hmm. This is like what they've been wanting forever yeah. They got all of the chips in place. They have all the chips in place for this shit to be going on right now. Th- this is what they wanted. They want it to look like it was us that chose to go and do that. So then they have to react off of this. Mm-hmm. Where the real mind fuck is that they poked and prodded us and fuck with our emotions. And mm-hmm. then we reacted how they wanted us to react so they can get a desired result
0: almost like a perfect right. storm right now with everything that's going on.
1: Yeah, I mean the best way to bring out the control, the best way to get the military involved and to train your police force that way would be everything that's happening now. You see, and I, I just don't want to see... touch on
0: God. What you saying?
1: No, I just wanted to touch on one thing. We know history repeats itself, mm-hmm. right? Like that's something that everybody should know. Now, there was the Great Fire of London in 1666. So what happened was there was a plague, a bubonic plague, right? That's what they call it. Mm -hmm. So it was wiping out a lot of the population. It was bad, right? It was bad. Even at that time, economically, like, you know, in, in that time, of course, currency was different, the gold standard, all of that. But it was bad economically. It was bad because people were dying left and right and all of that kind of shit. But funny enough, what happened was, there was a bakery Mm -hmm. where a fire started. Let's just put quote, started. And it burned down London. I mean, just look it up. The Great Fire of London in 1666 was in the middle of a plague. Mm -hmm. And it burned it the fuck down. And they kinda, the people that were in charge, the powers that be, they left. (laughs) I mean there was institutions Their banks Like you know Their form of All of the shit that we have now Just their form of it Then There was places That Made that economy thrive There Like big and small business And everything And homes And like you know Just Where people lived And all of it Burned down Mm -hmm. People that didn't die From the plague Was dying from the fire And they just let it happen And they relocated and rebuilt. Funny enough, the plague ended right after the fire. They got their desired result, and they were even stronger. When I say they, it's the powers that be. They were even stronger as a result of all of that. Mm -hmm. They just let it happen. They let it burn to the fucking ground. So we're in the middle of Bill and Melinda Gates trending, what, every week, Mm -hmm. (laughs) saying some type of crazy shit, right? They're tied to this vaccine shit in their own way. They're friends with Fauci. By the way, every time I say that, disclaimer, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I just call it how it is. I don't like Trump and I don't like Fauci. So at the end of the day, You have Fauci and Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Rockefeller Foundation, Clinton Foundation, China, NIH, CDC, WHO, all of these characters working together. You have, like I said before, you have Fauci on the medical side, and then you have Bill Gates and everything on the technology side. Mm -hmm. And then we have everything that's going on right now. From the frustration pent up Being locked down forever We was on house arrest for months I'm gonna just call that what it was Like we was locked down That was house arrest For months pent up frustration People losing loved ones People losing homes People losing jobs And then our emotions got rattled And now look Everything that's happening And then There's something else going on So while there's certain businesses burning to the ground and there's certain shit happening within this world that's really helping them out, it's not helping us out. It's not helping us out at all. Said it before, say it again. If people think that all of this kind of shit goes on, like racial divides and all of this kind of thing, within the top 1%, it doesn't. We have people of all races shaking each other's hands in the 1%. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't, play these games that we play. They force us to play these games and have these certain frustrations and shit. You know, so when we have all of this shit going on, I mean when you look at it, it's leading up to what they want from it. I don't know if you have been experiencing this, but last night even, all the way for I mean, maybe a month, two months, have you been hearing that Like all of these fireworks and firecrackers
0: and shit That's the biggest complaint Other than actual shootings that we have right now In New York City Like 311 is swamped right now With the number of calls when it comes to Fireworks because it's a public nuisance You know what I'm saying Like even last night going to work And even on my way to work I'm driving through various neighborhoods And all I'm seeing is fireworks Hearing fireworks like it's been crazy It's not just a one area problem This is city wide With all these fireworks And everything That's been going on And then on top of that You add The shootings That come behind A lot of this And like right now Like New York City Is in <laughs> Is in a bad shape Right now man Especially with all These liberals And fucking idiots That's running things Right now man Like things is Things is looking Pretty bad right now here Let me just
1: tell you something mm-hmm. That's not just there That's It's all 50 states Oh yeah Damn near every neighborhood monica rose my sometimes co-host on the uh podcast she lives out in the boonies around amish and shit and she was telling me that she's hearing them there too so what amish people setting them off like shit don't make sense and the whole shit to do with this is i've heard all kinds of different theories of this shit to do with the firecrackers and the fireworks and all of that type of shit, man. I don't know what I believe and what I don't believe, but I do know that it's not just regular people. Mm-hmm. All like It might be some people hear it and see it going on, so they're like, oh, that's possible, kind of like with the riots and shit. So then they go out and they do it. It might be a little bit of copycat shit going on, but that's not the root of it. When you have all 50 states in most neighborhoods in all 50 states where it's happening like that. Mm -hmm. And then I've heard stories of the police being called and they won't go out to investigate. And here's their excuse. (laughs) It's so funny. Their excuse is they don't wanna do heavy policing.
0: I mean, look at the climate we kind of in right now. So like, (laughs) I don't know, man. I mean, especially going on here in New York, like you've seen like the situations that's been going on with policing and trying to enforce the social distancing thing. And then now everything, this whole movement with defunding the police departments and then also this whole movement where, you know, some cities are actually disbanding their police departments. So like right now, it's like law enforcement to me in this country right now is kind of being forced to work with both hands tied behind their back. So it's like, what do you really do? Because if you step out there and you do something that is viewed as Wrong or brutality Like in the in, in the Court of public opinions Then Here you go Facing a civil suit Or even Departmental disciplinary Charges And You're gonna Throw away your whole career You know Because of A situation You're acting on impulse And you're doing your job You know And some people out there They're actually doing their job The correct way So I don't wanna sit here And say that You know Every cop out there Is fucking up But at the same time It's just like yo, know Like what really Can they do right now At this point
1: that's one way to look at it. Mm-hmm. The other way to look at it is when have they missed an opportunity when they actually have a reason to go out there? Because right now, if we're talking about firecrackers and fireworks, that's explosives. Yeah. So if there's people fucking around with explosives, that's a reason. So if they go out there and they look a certain type way doing at the policing as they call it mm-hmm. then they actually have an excuse at that point but they see, could just go out there and say look look at what they had explosives we had to do that right
0: right true but at the end of the day especially here in new york city like they have what they pass as bail reform so like certain crimes that would have been punishable before are no longer punishable by arrest You may get arrested, but you'll be out within an hour or so after they give you a DAT. And for all of y'all out there that don't live in New York City, a DAT is a desk appearance ticket. You know what I'm saying? So like anything, like we we read through the list of like offenses that are no longer like arrestable right now at this point. And we had just about everything below homicide that was listed as non-arrestable offenses. So let that tell you something Like you can go out to somebody Punch them dead in their face Split their whole shit open You know what I'm saying In certain cases And that's only gonna get them uh, Dating court. You know what I'm saying When back in the days If you do that shit That's assault too You're automatically going to jail You know what I'm saying
1: Right but that's that's Feeding my point Yeah That's feeding my point Is that Shit is just switching up So Mm -hmm. For what they used to Jump at the chance to do They're not doing now. They're not jumping at the chance to go and fuck with people who are setting off explosives, which in my mind is a little weird. And like you said, they're changing laws in the big cities, which is also in my mind a little weird because Mm -hmm. when have we gotten mercy in any type way from cops, right? So it's almost like they're opening up the door for more chaos and allowing it.
0: I mean, practically they are. Like, statistics show that During this period of time Last year We had only 50 shootings That week In the city of New York Now you look at the statistics For 2020 We have over 70 shootings In New York City Like I can't quote the number verbatim But Last year at this point in time Going to June 30th We've had 200 A little bit over 250 Shooting incidents In the city of New York Whereas now, we have damn near 600. So let that tell you something. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but that goes to my point of the technocracy, right? Mm -hmm. Like the veil that's getting pulled over our eyes, man. A lot of people feel like a lot of this shit they're doing is willful. Mm -hmm. They're being tricked into this shit, right? So as they're relaxing some laws, like, man, I can't tell you living in the city where I'm at in the tri-state if there was even on the 4th of July like you know that might be the one day where they don't really police that that much because there's too much shit going on mm-hmm. but if it was any other day and you heard pop 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 some shit and then some firework going off I see five, ten fucking cop cars going down oh, yeah. get on the ground get on the ground that that was, that was like they their that was like their wet dream was to have a reason to come fuck with a bunch of motherfuckers, especially in the city. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, you know what I mean? That was like one of the things that they couldn't wait to go fucking do. Mm -hmm. And I just find it weird that right now, every single night I have to hear this shit. And personal note, bit of a tangent here, is you are the type of person who finds enjoyment from a firecracker, and this is just me. Everybody might have their own to each their own, but this is to me. If you find enjoyment from a firecracker, fuck you. For real, (laughs) you are the living embodiment. (laughs) You are the living embodiment of the argument for abortion. If you find the bang, like if you find that joyful in any type of way, there's a problem with your IQ. Mm -hmm. For real. Like... I come from the era where loud bangs wasn't fun. Now you know what I mean? We didn't do that. So all of this bang shit, and then they do it again. And spoiler alert, you're gonna light it again. Here's what's gonna happen. Hey, That's what's gonna happen. Sorry to ruin it for you, but that's what's gonna happen the fucking next time you light it. Bang. Got it. So my own personal shit aside from that, now you know what I mean? It's, let's say one of these goes astray and light some shit on fire this is the kind of shit that they're banking on in fact i've tried to go investigate even in the coronavirus times fan because you know i hate firecrackers i think i told you that shit before people who know me they know that like they know that's a trigger for me i hate that shit fireworks it's like all right like you know what i mean colors cool whatever But. Firecrackers, that shit is a trigger for me. I fucking hate that shit. So, recently, I've tried to go investigate, and whenever in my neighborhood that is some kids doing it or whatever, I can easily find them. Mm -hmm. They're not hard to find, right? And then I go, and then I do what I got to do, but I can't find these motherfuckers. That's the crazy shit. It's like they're ghosts. They're there, they're not there. Because only reason I know that is because I was trying to go put hands on these motherfuckers. <laughs> I was trying to go put hands on these motherfuckers the past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going down, you know, got to be safe, put the mask on. I put the mask on going down the street like, okay, you know what I mean? I'm looking for these motherfuckers because I'm getting ready to put hands on them and tell them everything that I feel. Like you know what I mean? In my mind, about how they shouldn't be setting off firecrackers and shit, and shut the fuck up, motherfuckers! is trying to sleep. Right. Stop. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> I've had to do that before, but I can't find these motherfuckers. So I call friends. Like, no, can you find the people that setting off firecrackers in other cities, like miles away from me? They are like, nah, man. I tried, and it's like these people are ghosts.
0: I mean with us our situation Like it's been like Right out in the open So like You even have video Where people are Having a battle With fucking Roman candles In front of cops So You know what I mean Like In our situation It's definitely out in the open People are definitely Doing it with No kind of Regard whatsoever For anybody else's safety But But I
1: feel like They might have heard it happening Mm -hmm. and then that's that little copycat shit i'm talking about where like they might have heard it happening and being like oh yeah that's possible and then they went and started doing it out in the open Mm -hmm. because there are some copycats that i've noticed that are doing the fireworks and shit i'll see in like daytime and shit yeah but when it's like popping off at night like you know what i mean and they only have to do that a few times to get the attention of the copycats to want to go do it
2: right
1: and then, when you have that going on, something straight might happen, boom, set some shit on fire. And then, in my mind, I'm like, this is a perfect storm. We've already had that. Go ahead. What saying? No, I was just saying, this is a perfect storm for the control to happen for the technocracy to take fold because basically you know Bill Gates won't shut the fuck up about the vaccine Mm -hmm. obviously whatever company lands that vaccine it's going to go through that foundation we have everything in place right now for that technocracy to happen a perfect storm for the military to come out because I still hear this narrative too well I can go, I can go smash shit up and take shit and do whatever I want because me and my homies got guns and you know what I mean? The military ain't gonna do nothing to me. And we we spoke about that, like, you know, you're not gonna do nothing when it comes to that. Like, it don't matter how many clips you got. It don't matter how many homies you got. They gonna put you and your homies down in .5 seconds. It's not even gonna be a fight.
0: I can't help but to laugh at that because I I keep saying to people Unless you got some some connects to some military grade weaponry, ain't no way in hell your little iron pipeline handgun is gonna do anything against no motherfucking AR fifteens and all them other C C four carbines and all that shit like that. Like Get the fuck out of here. Like, I mean, like, you hear people say that dumb shit, and you just can't help but just laugh, you know?
1: I'm at my wit's end with it, because a lot of people, it's just, they don't see the force from the treaties when it comes to this shit. They feel like they're in control. They feel like they're doing all this shit willfully. So the bottom line, when it comes to what I was explaining with the technocracy is, the top, the middle, and the bottom, no matter what, We're the bottom still. Most likely, if you're listening to this, you're the bottom. You actually might be military, but before we get off here, I just want to explain something. I was talking to my homie Mm -hmm. that was in special forces, and not even all that long ago, he's frustrated with all of the fucking contradictions and everything else that's going on in the news with the virus and everything else. Like, you know, with them changing the story about how it's contracted and the symptoms and, like, you know, the tests, Like, you know, one day they say the tests are inaccurate, but then that same day there's all these new confirmed cases and everything else. Right. So they're actually using the virus as control, too, with everything and all of the control factors that have came in since the virus hit. It's all calculated. That's why they're confusing us day in and day out. That's why they're doing all of this. And then in the meantime, they've made us emotional in other ways. So we're not thinking about all the contradictions that they're doing. Meantime, the control factors are really setting in. And he was, I was like, so what do you think, man? Cause you were special forces. So what do you think about all of this type of shit with the control and everything that's been happening since the virus hit? And this crazy shit he told me was, so when they were being deployed, so with special forces, it's small groups. They were being tracked, whether it was with an RF chip or whether it was with a heat signature or something. They had like a control tower or like a like a base somewhere where there was a monitor where they were showing up. Each troop was showing up on the screen as a red dot. And they were instructed as special forces to stand six feet away from each other. Wow. The reason why they were told to stand six feet away from each other was so that they could separate the person from the other person and know and monitor certain things about them. Like you know their heart rate and this and that and if they died and if they're injured. They're, because if they were standing too close to each other it would just be one big red dot. They couldn't tell what's what. Right. And so he was like, you know, if anything, this social distancing shit and everything else that they're talking about, obviously, is bullshit. Because when you go and eat at a restaurant, we spoke on it before, it just doesn't make sense. You don't have a mask when you walk in and then they tell you to wear a mask for 10 feet until you get to the table. And then you take the mask off and tables are a certain amount apart, but you are still breathing in the same air. It's less about the mask being something for protection and more about them being able to tell you to wear it. All of these different things that they're telling you to do, people are doing. Like I said, you know, before they told the whole world, not just the U S they told the whole world to go inside and they did it. They're finding out what they can get away with. And once they get away with it, they make a gain. They're not going to back up from that game. We have to understand that the more that we let this shit slide, we spoke on the bubonic plague in this. Are we still dealing with that? No, it went away. Are we still dealing with the Hong Kong flu? No, that was in Woodstock. By the way, white people were fucking each other and having orgies in the middle of Woodstock. You want to know what? That was in the middle of a pandemic called the Hong Kong flu. (laughs) Like, you know, there ain't no social distancing. There was bands on stage performing while white people were fucking each other in the audience, doing drugs, passing shit around. Like, you know, what happened was a lot of people died. That was unfortunate, I guess. And then it came back the next year and it came back a little weaker. And then that's how it went. Pandemics will go away no matter what it is. Pandemics will go away. We're told every day this shit is not ever going to go away, never. And that it's just getting stronger and stronger, all of the different fucking control factors that they got on it. Pandemics will go away. They end up in a vaccine. They end up like a flu shot, you know what I mean? They end up Mm -hmm. in a vaccine or people get a herd immunity to it. It comes back weaker the next season. And then however it works, we don't have to deal with the outcome of the pandemic forever. That's been all of history. So in any event, when we're being told that this pandemic will never go away and then you see everything else that's been all the contradictions and meantime, the only thing that's not contradicting itself, the only thing that's staying the same the whole fucking time is all of the control factors that Mm -hmm. they're putting on. They're not going away. So like, you know, like my homie said, that was in special forces. That was a good point with the whole six feet apart and all of that this is deeper than just like the sickness that SARS-2 by the way this is SARS-2 before we get off here I want to make that point when you take the test it says SARS-2 on it mm-hmm. and I've also one of the big contradictions is that recently I've heard that when you had SARS-1 if you were a survivor of SARS-1 which was years ago that you have an immunity to this one but Yet they can't determine and they're leaning towards no, that you don't have immunity to it if you've caught this one. So somehow you have immunity to this one if you caught SARS-1, but you probably won't. They're still looking into it, have immunity to it if you caught the actual thing this is. You know what I mean? So I'm not denying that there's SARS-2 out there. I refuse to call it COVID-19 because that's a, that's a phrase that's meant to strike fear. The word Ovid means sheep. I'm not a sheep. Emilio's not a sheep. We're not saying that on this fucking thing no more. I'm not calling it that. It's not COVID-19, man. It's a coronavirus, which has been around for fucking years
0: we yeah. get handles on coronaviruses
1: that is true start get emotional you
0: you look on the back of a, a lysol can it tells you right there like coronavirus is one of the viruses that lysol kills like i don't <laughs> it's it's crazy yeah. man just the way how this whole 2020 from the time the ball dropped up until now the way this thing has just played out man you know and like once again like my deepest condolences go out there for the families of those who have lost somebody to this pandemic and everything like that and to those who have lost maybe friends coworkers, and anybody that they consider close to them my heart goes out to them really man but man like it's
1: like yeah my heart goes out to them too man and like you know whenever i speak on it i have to say that I do believe that there's shit, but like we said, and I won't go into it too, but in case people didn't hear it before, there's just different things that the hospitals are being told to do that they would have never done for a person that walks in the door with flu-like symptoms. They're being told to do shit that is archaic. And Mm -hmm. I've spoke to epidemiologists and nurse practitioners and everything that are like, no, I'm not going to do that. Like, you know, I've talked to people who have gotten demoted because they refuse to do shit because they're like, no, that's just going to make them more sick. So meanwhile, we have directives coming down from the NIH and the CDC telling the hospitals to do dumb shit when people walk in with flu symptoms. It's almost like they're trying to boost the numbers of the amount of people that are coming Mm -hmm. in. Like, you know, and dying from flu-like symptoms so they can call it COVID-19. Who knows? I don't know. All I'm saying is that I do know that for some reason there's been more confirmed cases in the U.S. than there was ever tests. Mm. That right there is a statistic that makes you go, hmm, Just not to mention the fact they keep saying the antibody test isn't really accurate. And then at the same time, you know, the swab test isn't available to everybody who needs it, which I know personally that people tried to get it and they couldn't. And then now, look, every day, all of these confirmed cases, the only way you can have a confirmed case is when you can fucking confirm it. You can't do that talking about all that other shit. So, yes, my heart goes out to everybody that has lost someone, man. And maybe if you were even told you had it, I'm sorry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to say any of this shit to, to be mean-spirited or anything like that. My heart really does go out to you. But this is more of a reason for even all of you who have been affected. Maybe you've personally been affected or your family has been affected, man. This generation, I feel like it's way too much credit for... Being the generation that's going to change everything—that's what I keep hearing. This is the generation that's that's really going to take a hold, and they're not going to take any shit. And they're going to change everything. Mm. Okay, there's been some good things that this generation has done for sure. I'm not going to say it's all been bad, but we're doing a lot more with this generation with cancel culture than we are with any real shit. It's crazy. Like, you God know what just I mean?
0: About to say that, yeah.
1: That's- yeah, I mean they just canceled Cleveland Brown. Like, you know what I'm saying? Which I get, we're not going to go into the racial dynamics of all of that shit, but I get it. But I'm just saying, they've canceled cartoon characters, but meanwhile, we have Dr. Fauci and Trump acting like they're disagreeing with each other and playing political theater, and we have Bill Gates out there building a technocracy and everything and they're not being canceled. Mm -hmm. They're not being held accountable. We have all of these people that need to be held accountable but it's fucking crickets. But this generation has all this credit for their getting shit done. For real, are you though? Are you though? And I'm not saying you're not but maybe you're not. Maybe you should look in the mirror and be like, man, maybe I should stop focusing on social media likes and canceling somebody for what they said 12 years ago in a tweet and really get out there and change... The dynamics of what's going on because yeah, like, we're really to the point now where we're going to have our kids, like our grandkids, your grandkid is going to be like, they're going to be looking at like highlights of LeBron and they're going to be like, oh, that LeBron guy, look, everybody was standing next to each other. The whole place was still What was that like? And then you're going to have to get in your old bag and say, Whoa. Like, you know what I mean? But we didn't have to wear a mask back then. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, we honestly, like, each I other.
0: Think, realistically speaking, I don't think that this situation can go on that long. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not going to sit here and sound like an expert or try to pretend to be one because I'm damn sure not. You know what I'm saying? I'm just as much in the dark about it as a lot of other people I can only voice an opinion. But that opinion yeah. that I have right now is I don't really think that it could humanly possibly or scientifically possibly last for that long. I mean, we talking generations. If we want to start talking about grandkids and stuff like that, like, yeah. that's a long ways down the road. I don't really see that realistically happening. But then again, it's like, <laughs> what is realistic anymore? Because at the end of the exactly. day, like, you think one thing... And then the next minute, it's something completely different. It's like everything is exactly. continue That's to my point. you know?
1: Yeah, it's like, you know, you never know. You never know because they all the quote experts, Dr. Fauci keeps saying that it's going to last forever. All of these people keep saying it's going to last forever, and we're going to have a new normal that we go on with. And I'm not trying to hear about this new normal, man. I want all of these motherfuckers. As long as I got to worry about my elderly family contracting some shit and dying, as long as I got to worry about loved ones contracting some shit and dying and getting sick, I am coming at and I am being mad at everybody that collects the salary that they're not earning. Period. Mm-hmm. Period.
0: Definitely. I don't, don't blame care me for that one. Man.
1: Definitely yeah. don't blame me for so, that one. Enough of the emotional. You know what I'm saying, but i think that people got the idea now of what i meant when i was saying a technocracy this is blending the technology and the medical aspects into one and i mean you know just there's been a lot of people like really just calling for fauci to become part of the government and calling for people in the high parts of these tech I mean, corporations, technically to become part speaking,
0: of the government. he is already a part of the government. I mean, he is, you know, head of the um, coronavirus task force scheme, you know, and that's a branch of the government within itself. But yeah, I don't but know for him
1: to be out. like a decision maker, like you know what yeah. I mean, and like, like a real high up decision See, maker. That's the
0: only thing about doctors, and that's the way this is just me speaking from my personal opinion. See, a doctor. Can diagnose the problem And then give you a solution Suggest a solution I should say To help cure the situation that you're dealing with But still me as a person Like if I'm in tune with my body I'm not going to always listen to a doctor's suggestion Like I may know what's right for me You know what I'm saying Like you may try to prescribe me this But at the same time I feel like this is not going to be what I need So therefore I'm going to go seek a second opinion you know what I'm saying? But I don't know if that really makes sense to what I'm trying to say is like what I'm trying to say is I don't really look to doctors to give me an opinion or look to doctors to make a decision going forward unless I'm physically unable myself to make a decision, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean that's the way it should be. That's the normal world. Yeah. Like you know, but when you have doctors that are gonna be merging with political leadership When you have tech experts that are merging with all of the political leadership, it's creating a situation where we no longer have, I mean, this will be a whole nother thing and people will be like, what did you mean by this? But this is headed towards augmented reality. Mm-hmm. That's the real shit See, I was in the music business 20 plus years And just like at the top of every other industry And corporation They all have the same devils And all of the same devils know each other mm-hmm. And people, you know, talk about Freemasons And like, you know, uh, Skull and Bones And all of this secret society shit And they feel like maybe That they run the world That's a whole nother topic for a different day But, you know, I will say this There are societies And such that go and they shake hands and i know that for sure Mm -hmm. because i've been in these rooms i know for sure all of that kind of shit that happens and it's pretty bad when they're going to take the option like you were saying to make the decision for yourself with your health there might not be that going forward Mm -hmm. like your health will be decided for you there's been i mean like you know just independent research on if it's even healthy to wear a mask for too long, like in that the one day, right there. Like, I,
0: I don't agree with that. Like, that whole wearing a mask thing. I can speak for that because me, it's required at my job with everything that's going on to wear a mask. You know, it's, it's damn near mandatory. Even though they kind of relaxed some of the standards recently, but they still require you to wear a mask for the duration of your time while you're at work on that particular day or whatever the case may be. But I can also attest to the fact that me wearing a mask has not been as helpful to me as it may be psychologically branded in some people's minds to make them think that it helps them. See me, I can I I have, you know, like allergies and stuff like that as it is. So like my nostrils and stuff like that. Like it doesn't take much for me to have a sinus infection or f- or for something like to, you know, clog up my nostrils or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Now I'm sitting here for eight, sometimes 16, even sometimes longer than that. And you expect me to wear a mask for that long, eight to 16 hours straight. And do not think that that's not having some kind of physical effect on my health. Well, it, does. An idiot. it
1: does. It does. I have a niece. She has what's called an autoimmune disease mm-hmm. and even before all of this Virus shit She had to wear a mask right. When she's out in public And like you know So she doesn't Cause she's more At risk But What The doctors and everybody were telling her at that point Way to the virus was That like you wear it too long When you're breathing I don't know all of the Scientific terms and shit mm-hmm. But when you're breathing In And then back out And in And back out Through the mask
0: It's for carbon dioxide That you're time, exhaling And re-inhaling from your yeah, it's body. not
1: good for you. It's not. And what it does is it depresses your immune system, and then yes. really wearing the mask for too long makes you more susceptible to germs. Makes exactly. you more susceptible to getting sick, just in general. And exactly. now we're told to just wear this fucking mask forever, and that's another nah. mind fluff See, like, I'm not. I'm so not we, going
0: to wear a mask forever. See, at the end of the day, like if I'm not around nobody. Like, if I'm like how I am right now, I'm sitting in a room completely by myself. There's nobody around me, nobody within six feet of me. I am not going to wear a mask, even if I'm out in public. If I'm not around anybody, I'm not wearing a mask. Now, if I'm going into a situation where there's a crowd of people, then yes, I'm going to abide by that guideline and I'm going to wear that mask. But the moment I walk up out of that motherfucker, you can best believe that mask is coming off my face because I know... From my own experience Within these last few months Wearing a mask Just how Like awkward I feel wearing that shit It's not because It's just the way it looks Or whatever But it's the way it makes me feel Sitting there breathing in My own exhaust So to speak Reinhaling it back in my body And knowing how I feel afterwards Like I'm not going to continue To keep wearing that mask man
1: But wouldn't that be the mindfuck, though? Wouldn't that be just another thing? You see, that's the thing.
0: That's the mindfuck that a lot of people are stuck on right now. Like, I've even seen on the news here in this city where people's been getting chased out of supermarkets and shit like that because they're not wearing their masks.
1: I mean, fucking... It it all goes back to that chaos theory that I keep talking about where they're building the perfect recipe for that especially if we have everybody wearing masks for long periods of time lowering mm-hmm. their immune system and then what's to say like we don't get mass sickness from that from just that part like you mm-hmm. know what I mean depressing the immune system of the population forever because we've collectively for some reason except certain people have agreed that this goddamn pandemic is gonna last forever mm-hmm. I can rock with the fact that they was like Given timelines on the shit Like you know Let's look forward to it being Like you know uh, We can relax on the mask And certain shit And have regular basketball games And this and that Come this date Or around this date Or whatever But motherfuckers ain't saying that They're saying forever Especially mm-hmm. Fauci And the NIH and CDC They keep saying forever Like this is how we gonna have to live now And they're just Making it like you know And they're making Mass trendy And all of that
0: shit Like Come on man Like I don't know It's crazy because I was looking at Twitter earlier this morning And I had seen A tweet from Rex Chapman He retweeted Another Person's uh, TikTok account, she made a video talking about how she got one of the oxidometers that you put on your finger that supposedly measures the oxygen levels in your body. And she was trying to make a point that she wore all these different masks from a regular surgical mask to an N95 to a KN95 and to a actual respirator and shows that the oxidometer shows that my blood oxygen level is still 99%. But dumbass You're not moving around Like You only putting the mask on For a couple of seconds Just to demonstrate In this fucking video Like get out there And do some real feel tests Walk around with it for a while Do some strenuous activities That's gonna require you To breathe heavy In that fucking mask And then come back And show me the results Don't try to Hit me with the Okie doke Thinking that You're going to show me that you put this mask on for 3 seconds Do the oxidometer test And then you expect me to believe that your blood oxygen level Is supposed to stay at 99 Now fuck out of here Like you're breathing in all these toxins that your body is releasing So therefore how the fuck can you sit there and convince me That you're not being affected by the toxins and carbon dioxide I mean, yeah, carbon dioxide that you're breathing back into your body. That's bullshit. Like, anybody that believes that you're a fucking idiot.
1: Yeah, and you see what they're doing. They're making it so everybody is conforming to it. And, I mean, the more people that believe that they have to conform to all of these different things and put it to this way, here's something that'll wake somebody up When somebody goes in and they clean up the subway or they clean up something Mm -hmm. from the coronavirus, what do you see them wearing? PPE. Hazmat suit.
2: Exactly.
1: Do you see them just walking? Like, you know, whenever somebody's handling infectious diseases, do you see them walking in with plain clothes and an N95? That's not what happens. They walk in with a motherfucking hazmat suit. Dealing with it. So, for anybody to feel like they're truly protected with any of this shit, they're foolish because they're shown with their own eyes that to truly deal with an infectious disease or any type of thing, you got to wear a hazmat suit and do all of this other type of shit. That's Mm -hmm. what we've been taught since kids. Like, you know what I mean? Look at somebody handling something infectious. That's what they're doing. They're not walking in with a fucking N95 or a triple layer face mask with a filter nah, or they whatever they all decked the out like, and
0: you know they whole shit, suited and booted, coming in there to do what they gotta do.
1: Exactly. So all of this bullshit to begin with, it's just, it's just, man, it, it, it's all control.
0: But it's see, control. It also goes back to people, as human beings, to stop allowing people to think for you. Think for yourself Get out there Do your own research Find your own information And then determine What sounds more realistic Like That's the thing See people Are so accustomed To being spoon fed information That they Got into the point Where they're too lazy To go look for information On their own So therefore They're subjectable To believe Anything That people Throw out there You know Like Jadakiss said And shout out to him You want to hide something From somebody Put it in a book People aren't going to go look yeah. for that information So therefore you can hide it right there In plain sight but the motherfucker that's so used To being spoon fed information You're going to be able to slip them whatever You know what I'm saying because they're going to sit there And think that the information that they're Being told is so factful That you can tell them A, 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 a lie that could potentially jeopardize Their safety and they're still Believing until something actually happens You know what I'm saying like that's the shit I talk about
1: We got to get to the point where we wake the fuck up and understand Mm -hmm. that we got to take control of the shit that's going on around us. Because if we don't do this now, we are alive during this time. Like, you know, the kids right now, Uh they're defenseless. They're relying on us, whether they know it or not. Their future is relying on us to wake the fuck up and do shit the right way. Whether it comes to this virus, whether it comes to the protests, whether it comes to all of this other shit that's going on, you know what I mean? To do things the right way. Let them know, no, we're not trying to deal with this virus forever. And the more people that wouldn't be just considered Trump voters saying that because they have that very conveniently, they've made the virus political, Mm -hmm. So like, you know, like, you know, the people that are against the virus, like, you know, the people that are against the virus are Trump voters. Like, you know, I want to have shit open back up and I don't care about it. And then the people who are like have Stockholm syndrome to the virus and want to stay inside for fucking ever and wear a mask and cuddle up in a blanket and are really okay with hearing that it's going to last forever are the liberals. So when I look at it like that, and I think we'll end it on this, like if we have to. Do anything right now is to wake the fuck up and know that we are the ones that are going to shape this because if there's pushback now and then it'll matter Mm -hmm. it will matter like you know one thing i know about corpse because i've dealt with them before when there is pushback they adjust even if we get them to back up a millimeter that's Mm -hmm. progress like you know so instead of dealing with shit on impulse How'd that Nas song go? I want to talk to the mayor, uh, to the governor, uh, yeah. to the motherfucking president. If you want to really do some shit, and then let them know. Let them know. Let them know we're not going to sit here and stand for all of this shit. And no, we're not going to fall for the okie dokes, neither. Get yeah. rid of this fucking virus. Get rid of systemic racism. Get rid of all of this shit. You know what I mean? And then we can meet back in the middle. Absolutely. But until then, man, people are doing... Too
0: much and nothing. Yeah, for real. A whole bunch of keyboard warriors right now. <laughs> and that's just, yeah. that's, that's just to put it light. Man, but yo, definitely gotta give you a round of applause as well for breaking down the definition of technocracy because to me, that's a brand new term. Like you addressed it or touched on it, you know, the, the second time that we Collab or whatever the case may be And now listening to you fully explaining Like I got a better understanding of what Exactly a technocracy is man So definitely want to shout you out For you know the detailed yeah. information That you just spread out there to other people You know what I mean Yeah and
1: this is kind of a warning man I don't want it to be true So it's one of them things man We're headed towards it we're headed towards it If not in it right now Yeah Like you know And augmented reality Coming soon That'll be the next teaser Motherfuckers think iPhones and shit And all of this is like you know They the think way. all of that Is like the latest <laughs> shit Yeah Yeah they think all uh, Wait until The augmented reality And that's what this is That's what all of this Is headed towards mm-hmm. That's what these Bill Gates and everything And all that So that's a little teaser For some future content And
0: everything So speaking of that Future content And past archived content Where can they find that out?
1: Well right now Every single episode Is on Anchor And I'm gonna try to do Periscope as much as possible because we got some good numbers on that. Oh yeah, definitely. So definitely shout out to the Periscope
0: viewers because they definitely got the numbers popping right now, you know, more than more so than any other platform, not only that I've been on, but also that I've seen like a lot of other, you know, content being placed on like Periscope is popping right now. So, you know, I definitely wanna say shout out to all the people that's been watching these Collaborations on You know Periscope And keeping the numbers high You know we'll Definitely much respect To you guys
1: And make sure you tune in To NGI Radio 1105 Eastern Standard Time Every Wednesday Man Find me on Twitter Divine Thought TM You'll see all the archives you see the live links you see all of that And yeah. also You can Hit me up Good Bad Ugly I love it all <laughs> For all matters Podcast Yo. At gmail.com Yo
0: any thoughts on uh, Doing that thing We talked about As far as like You know <laughs> Sharing some of that female.
1: Oh the mail bag. <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah I got a lot of people man I got a lot of people That it would be funny But I know that I know the psychology Of people And they would kind of like mm. Encourage People to just say Fuck shit Instead of like Actual real yeah, feedback Yeah actual
0: feedback Yeah I feel you
1: But what I'll do is, I'ma hit them with a okie doke and I'ma just come out of nowhere. I'm not gonna like, you know, promo it. I'ma just come out of nowhere with one and just share some of the shit that people say to me. Cause you would not believe some of the shit that people say when they hear me talking this shit, which I accept good, bad, and ugly. I'm a talking head. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. So whenever you put yourself out there, you gotta accept what you did. Good, bad, or indifferent. You gotta accept that. You're not gonna please every single person. Oh, that's a fault. <laughs>
0: I mean, shit, it is what shit. it is, man. I appreciate it all. Yeah, no doubt, man. I, I know I've definitely here lately have pissed off a couple of people with some of my posts on social media, but it's like, yo, it's the truth, man. Like, if you scared to discuss the truth, then, <laughs> hey, what are you then? You know what I'm saying? Are you rather, would you rather sit there and cower behind a lie or stand up and face the truth? You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. man. So this has definitely been another podcast collaboration between the nonstop radio show and for all matters. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at the Emilio Wagbar or definitely hit me up on Twitter at nonstop radio 212. Be sure to check out past and present episodes of the nonstop radio show, which is available now on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash nonstop dash radio dash show. You can feel free to send me MP3s or you can send me any other inquiries to my email at less Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. Definitely want to say shout out to my sponsors, Cho Wellness and Jazzy Farrell's Jewelry. Definitely be on the lookout for some good content and stuff like that coming real soon. And also be on the lookout for my brand new spin-off podcast, which is called Emilio's Memoirs, which is coming real soon. I'm highly going to drop that on Anchor and SoundCloud. So definitely be on the lookout again for that. Also, make sure you tune in every Wednesday night, 11 p.m. or 11.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to check out For All Matters airing directly after the the Mixtape Show hosted by DJ Kawan on ngiradio.com. You know what I mean? So we about to go ahead and get up out of here. It's your boy Emilio Wegbar signing off with my man Divine Thought. He said his peace, and I'm saying peace, y'all. Be easy.